Hey, y'all. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be what? Glad in it. Comment down below if you finish that scripture with me. So my name is Shantavia, but you can call me Shay, and I'm your host of Obedience Podcast. Here at Obedience Podcast, our mission is to simply obey. Obey is an acronym that stands for O, obeying God, B, believing in God's word, E, evolving your kingdom walk, and why yielding to Holy Spirit. So if you think you'll be interested in our content, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And if you're listening on any of our podcasting platforms, be sure to hit that follow button so you all are notified every single time we upload. But for all of our returning subscribers and listeners, welcome back. And let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 19 of Obedience Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with me, and that is such an honor. So before I get deep into this episode, I do have to invite my co-host, Holy Spirit, in. So let me take a moment and bow our heads in prayer. Father God, I want to thank you for this journey of the year of 29. I want to thank you for all the revelation and reflection that I've been able to go through in this series, letting these viewers know how my year has been. I want to thank you for showing up so much for me throughout my year of 29, and I want to thank you again for letting me see the age of 30. Like I prayed to you before, I pray that this year of 30 brings everything that you hoped it would bring for me. I want to do exactly the will that you have for me in the year of 30. I pray that in this episode, I'm able to remember everything that you've given me and I hear your voice if you have any new things to give me. I pray that this episode, people are delivered and they are able to connect and form a team, form a community once again. And Lord, I pray with any technical difficulties in this episode and I thank you for the journey of Logos so far and stand with me the whole time. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, so now that I've welcomed my co-host in, let's go ahead and jump into the high and low portion of the episode. So this portion of the episode is used to big up God in any area of your life where he's done amazing things for you or share any areas in your life where you do need prayer. So if you would like to submit any high or low moments, you can always do so by submitting to our social media platforms directly to our email address, obediencepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can look in the show notes where the Google form high and low submission is there for you all. All three of those communication lines are always open, so please do not hesitate. Now, this week, once again, I did not get any viewer highs or lows. So, y'all, remember, if you do have any, do not hesitate to reach out because we love praying for you over here in the Obedience Podcast family, and we also love hearing the great things that God has done. So, please go ahead and click the link in the description box or click the link in the show notes if you're watching this and submit a high and low so we can big up God or pray for you in any area that you have. So, I'm going to go ahead and go to my high and lows for this week. I do have a lot to get you guys up on because as I mentioned last week, over the weekend, it was my birthday. My birthday was August 18th, this past Friday. And I just want to say that my high is turning 30, reaching the age of 30, being blessed to have gotten to the age of 30. And I had such an amazing birthday. It was beyond what I could have imagined 
I was able to have so much love surrounding me and I was also able to see a prayer manifested on my birthday and I was so grateful and so thankful for that. I'll be able to get into more detail on that during my birthday vlog. If you guys don't follow me on my YouTube channel, I do vlog my life and I have been vlogging my life up until 30 for the month of August. And so for my birthday, I did record a little vlog and I kind of expressed how I felt in those vlogs and everything. So you guys will be able to see all of that in context of how I had a manifested prayer happen the day of my birthday. And that's going to be something that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. And I'm so happy to have had that God moment right at the beginning of the year of 30. I feel so grateful and honored that that was able to happen to me. But I had such an amazing birthday party. I had a karaoke party, as I mentioned. And thankfully, everybody was willing to participate. I'm always willing and ready for some karaoke. And everybody was able to participate and got up and sung. And we all sung as a group. It was just an amazing time. We had some amazing food. And it's just something that I will remember forever. And I'm so grateful to have had a, a wonderful birthday. This journey to 30 has just definitely been so amazing. And I'm so grateful and continue to thank God over and over again for it. Because even after my birthday, um, I was blessed enough to help uh, decorate for my aunt-in-law's 60th birthday party. So to be able to serve right after my birthday and experience her birthday and her joy of seeing the decoration as she walked in was such an honor. And then after that, I was able to hang out with my cousins, which was even more of a answer prayer of what I prayed the morning of my birthday. So God has definitely been showing up and showing out since I turned 30. And I cannot wait to see what he does with this year. I'm so very excited. But with that, that brings me to my lows. Um, I don't really have like a a bad low for this week. <laughs> I think my low would just be um, pray, for, pray for my recovery. Like this weekend took a lot out of me. I was still able to stay consistent with my vlogs, which I have been thanking God over and over again for that because only through him have I, have I been able to do that because it has been really crazy since Thursday evening leading up until today. It has been crazy, but God has definitely helped me be able to be consistent with the vlogs and doing all that decorating and stuff, had my legs hurting. Thursday night, I took my little cousin's hair down, and there was a lot of standing, so my body is definitely in recovery mode, and I feel like I'm trying to catch up on sleep, so I just ask y'all to pray for the recovery of my body. I miss my 4.45 wake-up time where I usually get up and work out just because I couldn't. I could not. My body was just done for. So things are on the up and up for me. Like I said, I cannot wait to see what God does for me in this year of 30. What I will ask you all to do is just pray for prosperity, growth, all of that in the year of 30 for me. I really will appreciate those prayers. And if you guys happen to have already turned 30 and you have some advice for me, let me know in the comments. I'm definitely ready and willing to hear you guys' advice. So don't hesitate to do that. If you're watching on YouTube, you can comment in the YouTube section. And if you're watching the Spotify you app, you can comment in the Q&A portion. I am excited to hear your advice, okay? So don't hesitate for that. But with that being said, that's really all that I have for my high and low moments for this week. So let's go ahead and jump into the biblical portion of the episode. 
All right, y'all. So we are on the last episode of my year of 29 series. So we've already done three other videos already where we have been covering the acronym REST. If you guys don't remember, my scripture for the year of 29 was Galatians 6 and 9 that says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And God gave me that scripture in the word push for my year of 29. And I told you guys I had started to grow weary in the year of 29. And then God gave me the word and the scripture and it consistently helped me get to where I needed to get to this entire year. During my time of reflection, getting prepared for the year 29 series, God gave me the acronym REST to share with you all how not to grow weary if you are ever in a series of where you need to not be weary in your well-doing. So I've already gone over R, which is for rest, and we talked about how rest is required and that you can see God in the rest. And then in the next episode, we went over the E portion of the acronym, which stands for experience is required. And we talked in the episode about focusing on the assignment, how you just can't catapult to the end result of what God has for you. You have to progress to it and learn different things throughout that progression. So when God gets you where he wants you to be, you're completely built up in that area. And then in the last episode, we talked about S, which stands for seek. In that episode, we talked about how it's so important to spend time with God, seek him. We talked about how God gave me seek Bible study in the year 29 and how seek Bible study has helped me throughout this year. And most importantly, I discussed with you all the importance of getting up and eat, which means getting up and spending time in God's word, the bread of life, getting into that and really spending time with him because whatever season that you're in in your life, getting up and eating in the word is going to be the best thing for your journey. All right, so in this episode, we are going to talk about the last portion of the acronym, which is T for teamwork. In order not to grow weary, you must have community and a team around you. And I can truly say that God provided me a team around me in the year 29, and I do not know what I would have done without them during this journey of upgrading the ministry and selling Seek Bible studies. But I'm going to get into all of that once we get into the recap portion of my year 29. But y'all know in this portion of the episode, I like to share some biblical scriptures, a biblical story. So that's what we're about to get into now. So I found the perfect scripture that describes what perfect teamwork or perfect community should look like. So that's 1 Corinthians 12, 14 through 27. This is a lot of scripture, okay? But I want y'all to bear with me because I feel like every single time I tried to cut something out, I felt like it was important to really describe the importance of unity. But the significance of this scripture is it was being explained as to the importance of unity within a church, unity within the Christian community, and how in order for for the church to succeed or the entire body of Christians to succeed, you have to all work together. You have to be in unity. But the key portion of that, of my takeaway is togetherness. You cannot do it alone. And that is what this episode is all about. So I'm going to read the entire passage of scripture. So y'all bear with me. And I'm going to read it out of the CSB translation. So starting at verse 12, it says, For just as the body is one, it has many parts, 
and all the parts of that body, though many are one body, so also is Christ. 14. Indeed, the body is not one part, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it is not for that reason any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I don't belong to the body, it is not for that reason any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts in the body just as he wanted. And if they were all the same part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. Or again, the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that are weaker are indispensable. And the parts of the body that we consider less honorable, we clothe these with great honor. And our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect, which our respectable parts do not need. Instead, God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the less honorable, so that there would be no division in the body, but that the members would have the same concern for each other. So if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. If one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. So the last part of that scripture really does speak to the part of how important it is to work in unity with the church, your church that you're a part of, with the community that you're a part of. You can't say, oh, I'm going to do this ministry thing and think that you can be in a ministry alone. Jesus wasn't even in his ministry by himself. If you think about it, before he decided to go and travel to minister to all these people, he got 12 disciples together so they could travel with him. If we go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible, God made sure Adam had Eve with him. He made sure he had a teammate beside him. And then we can even talk about Moses. Moses had Aaron which we talked about in the previous episode. And we're going to touch on Moses again in a couple minutes when we get to the actual biblical story. But from there, last week we talked about Elijah. He had a helper in Elisha. Paul had Timothy in his ministry. And David had Jonathan to help him alone. Basically, all of these people had teammates, team members, helpers, assistance they didn't go through their ministry life without any help and that is something that God has shown me in the year of 29 if you guys don't know prior to doing solo podcasting I did have a co-host in here with me and when she left I basically was working pretty much alone I was trying to do everything there was for this ministry alone and trying to do all of that alone did progress my weariness because it caused me to become tired because if I needed help if I needed somebody to pick up some slack that I couldn't get to I didn't have that person anymore I didn't have a helper to help me anymore and so I was basically just trying to do everything on my own and honestly that did lead up to me having to take 
a month off or take a couple weeks off, like I've mentioned before. And this year, I've taken more breaks than I have wanted to. And then every single time I had to take a break, I was upset because I'm just like, this is not what's going to help your channel grow. This is not telling people that you are consistent. But at the same time, I did not have the help that I needed to allow me to really do what I needed to do. You have to have that balance. You have to have someone there to assist you. And all of these great people in the Bible, they knew that they needed assistance and they had those assistants to help them. If you are trying to run a ministry, you have to recognize how important every single part of the body is in your journey of having a ministry because when you have a ministry you are going to have community and those people within your community every single person in that community is going to be important to you and they shouldn't be thought of as irrelevant not important you know and I remember how my pastor he made such a good analogy of how important every single part of your body is because he said you don't really think of your baby toe like that. You don't think of it like that. But the minute you have a pain in your baby toe or you get that baby toe amputated, you're going to see a huge difference in walking. You're going to feel the pain in that baby toe. And it's so funny because my grandma literally has issues with her baby toe. And she says that little baby toe, it could feel like you having birth pains, how she is in pain. So never underestimate the help that you need from the body of Christ, you know. And so with that, like I mentioned, I am going to get into the story in the Bible that I always think of when I think of the team that I've created, the team that I've been blessed with. This is the story of Moses holding up the staff, the staff of God during a battle. So the story is found in Exodus chapter 17 verses 8 through 16 if you want to turn there. But before I get into it, I do want to give a little background because as I was preparing for this episode, I realized that Moses, like throughout his entire time, he always had a helper with him. Moses always knew how important teamwork was. So like I already mentioned, Moses initially started off with his brother, Aaron. We talked about that in episode 17 of the podcast. And then later on, in Moses' story, we see where his father-in-law, Jethro, comes in and gives him solid advice that really helped him out. And Jethro's advice is what established judges in the area. And the judges were there to take away the workload that Moses had on him. Because at first, Moses was trying to be the judge for everybody. All the Israelites, can you imagine? He was trying to do all of that and then also hear from God. And he was really stretching himself thin. And then that's when Jethro came in and was like, hey, hey, you need to assign individual people to judge, individual people to judge these people because you can't do it all. And Moses did take that advice and establish judges. And that is found in Exodus chapter 18. And another example of Moses having a helper is through Joshua. You guys have heard of the book of Joshua. Well, Joshua was one of Moses' helpers before he actually took the people into the promised land. He actually helped Moses prior to his death. And when he did pass away, everything transferred over to Joshua. And Joshua was able to get the people over into the promised land. And that story of Joshua is found in Deuteronomy 34, if you want to go read up on that. 
So Moses always had helpers right beside him throughout his ministry time. And I feel like anybody that's leading a ministry or anybody that's a part of a ministry should look at the importance of every single helper that Moses had during his time. But going back to the story of Moses holding up the staff of God that's found in Exodus chapter 17 verses 8 through 16 like I mentioned. Now I remember the first time I read this in my Bible I literally wrote community is so essential and every single time I think about the importance of my team and how much I need them and how much they have helped me I go back to the story of Moses because without the help of his team Moses would not have been able to accomplish what he accomplished in this story. So let me pull up my scripture, of course, and we're going to get into it. Have you all heard of a group of people called the Amalekites? The Amalekites were enemies of the Israelite people. The title of this passage of scripture in the CSB translation is actually titled The Amalekites Attack because the Amalekites actually attacked the Israelite people. Verse 8, it tells us that the Amalekites came to fight Israel. In verse 9, it says that Moses tells Joshua that we just talked about to select some men to go and fight against the Amalekite people. And he says, tomorrow I will stand on the hilltop with God's staff in my hand. So Joshua did exactly as Moses said, and he went and got some people to fight against the Amalekite people. And while they were fighting... Moses, Aaron, and her went on top of the hill. Verse 11 says, while Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. So remember, Moses had the staff of God in his hand. You remember, this staff had done mighty things because it had the power of God in it. So the staff is the staff that created all of the plagues of Egypt. You know, all the 12 plagues of Egypt, it was all done with the staff of God. And also the staff of God is what separated the Red Sea when the people were escaping from Pharaoh. So the staff of God is a powerful thing. It has the power of God all throughout it. And so Moses, he still has this staff. And so he goes to the top of the hill while they are fighting and he holds up the staff as they are fighting. And scripture tells us while Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. But whenever he put his hand down, the Amalekites prevailed. Have you guys ever held up something for a long period of time? Actually, ladies, have you ever tried to do your own hair? Mm. If you've ever tried to do your own hair, you know the pain that Moses was in. When you try to do your own hair and you're holding up your hand, both of your hands, trying to do it, and it gets into the 30-minute mark, the hour mark, the two-hour mark, your, your shoulders and your arms and your wrists, they start to hurt. Your back even starts to hurt. You get tired. It's it's a, it's a hard thing to do, holding up your hands for so long. This is what was happening to Moses. He would hold up that staff, and every single time he would hold up that staff, the Israelites, they would prevail against the Amalekites. But the second he put it down, the Amalekites would prevail. In verse 12, we see where his community comes in and helps him. It says, when Moses' hands grew heavy, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat down on it. Then Aaron and her supported his hands 
one on one side and one on the other, so that his hands remained steady until the sun went down. His hands remained steady because he had two people on the side of him supporting him in this process. Do you see how important support is as you are walking this thing called life out? When you have support, when you have a team, when you have a community, that weariness won't weigh so heavy on you because you have other people to be there, hold you and support you up just like Aaron and her were there to hold up and support Moses through his time of holding up the staff. This is why it's so important for you to have a community, to have people to hold and support you up. Because if you don't have that, you'll easily fall and then you can so easily grow weary and want to give up because you feel like you're in this alone. I'm fighting this battle alone. I don't have anybody to talk me through it or anybody to help get me through it. And I've been there where I didn't have anybody to help me go through it. And it's a very hard place to be in to need help and not have the help that you need. It's a really hard place to be in. But thankfully, God has provided me with support, just like he provided Moses with support to help him hold up that staff. Now, if you notice, so verse 13 tells us that Joshua defeated the Amalekite army with the sword. And so then the Lord told Moses to write this down on a scroll as a reminder and recite it to Joshua. I will completely blot out the memory of Amalek under heaven. Now, later on in the Bible, you will see where God accomplishes what he said he will accomplish. Okay, (laughs) you will see that actually take place. But in verse 15, it tells us that Moses goes to build an altar and he names the altar. The Lord is my banner. He said, indeed, my hand is lifted up toward the Lord's throne. The Lord will be at war with the Amalekite from generation to generation. Now, have you all ever heard of Jehovah Nisi? If you all have ever heard of Jehovah Nisi, this is translated to the Lord is my banner. And that is what Moses wrote down in this moment. Now, I have this little book that my cousin bought me, 100 Names of God, and it has great reference to exactly the importance of Moses going in and deciding to name God as Jehovah Nisi after this experience with having to hold up that staff and seeing how God prevailed for them. So let me read that out for you all. It says, in biblical times, a banner was a flag or a sign attached to a pole that indicated the authority, allegiance, and identity of a nation. People who were under a banner together belonged together. They shared the identity and the values that the banner represented. In a sense, they belonged to the banner. The banner called all like-minded warriors to gather together, literally beneath it. By claiming the Lord as their banner, Moses was telling the people of Israel, Yahweh is our identity. We belong to him. We believe what he believes. We are under his authority. His priorities are our priorities. We will follow him. We will fight for him. And we will love all others who are under his banner. Now, the part in that that I really, I literally highlighted, as you guys can see if you're watching the video portion, and will point it out 
again, the importance of having a community is the people who were under the banner together, they belonged together. And so during this time, like the book said, the people would have a banner over them, pretty much saying, this is my tribe, this is my family. And so saying the Lord is my banner, we all standing under it together. We're saying the Lord is our banner, the Lord is our strength, and we are in this together. We have each other's back forever, just like God has our backs forever. And I literally just pictured all of the body of Christ just together under this banner, representing Christ, working in togetherness. We can't have this banner over us and be trying to just be single over to the side and not get the help that we need. It's all about togetherness. So it's so important to have people in your community, in your life, who is, one, going to help you, and two, they are like-minded to you. And it's also beneficial to have someone that's at a little more of a higher level than you, so you're consistently growing. It's also good to have someone that's under you so you can help that person grow. It's good to be mentored, and it's good to be a mentee that creates like some kind of balance in relationships, and you don't feel like you're consistently being pulled from. You also can give it as well. So I do encourage you all to find like-minded friendships, friendships that will push you to do the right thing. I remember one random day in Walmart, my little cousin actually said, like, being around me helps her not be so angry and, like, want to go off on people because she sees the patience that I have. I wasn't just being patient just to show her you need to be patient. I was really being patient because I know that I'm supposed to live a life of patience and love and not be so quick to anger. I know that that's how I'm supposed to live live my life out so I try to live it out that way and me living my life out that way influences her so it's so important so essential for you to have a team nobody can get through this life alone we were not designed to get through this life alone he always intended for us to have a helper he always intended for us to have a team member so keep that in mind them days where you just don't want to go out into community, them days where you want to keep stuff a secret, that's not the plan that God has for our life. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10 in the NIV translation, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. If you do not have a team around you, if you do not have a community around you, when you fall, you will not have assistance to help you up. God did not intend for us to do life alone. So we just have to remember that you need a team, especially if you're going to do ministry, you're going to need a team. You cannot do everything alone. And that is one thing that I definitely learned this year. And one thing that definitely helped me not to grow weary so quickly is because I knew that I had a team surrounding me and a team available to help me. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and get into the year of 29 recap for teamwork aspects of 29 and that'll wrap out the year and then next episode and then the next episode I'm going to be telling y'all my word for the year 30 I'm so excited okay so starting in January 2023 that's actually when my team started so you guys remember I told you in the last episode God told me to put out Esther 
as an actual workbook and sell it. And I knew that I would need help if I had to do that. And so I actually had learned that my little cousin was going to be coming home from college and she was going to do college virtually here. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, that's really good news. I'll have a helper because she'll be able to be my intern. At the time, she was a business major. So I was like, it'd be great for her to put on her resume, for her to get some extra money and also to help me out because I'm really going to need the help. I cannot do this alone. At that point, I knew that I couldn't do it alone. I knew that I needed the help. And so when she got home, I talked to her about it. She was ready and willing to do it. And I was so excited. And we started and she was a part of the team. So we started the production of the books around the end of January, the beginning of February. And through that book production, y'all, I don't know what I would have done without her. Like there were points in time where I would get so frustrated because I couldn't figure something out and she would just take over and figure it out. I definitely know I could not have done that book production process without her. But then also I added some other members to my team as well. And they were going to be serving members. I wasn't going to be able to actually pay them anything. And that was going to be my mom and my aunts. And so my mom was put in charge of everything financial that goes on with the ministry. Because all of that stuff just makes me so anxious and I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. I can't do it. And so she was put in charge of that. But my mom is also a great visionary and she's really good at logistics. So I definitely knew I needed her on the team for that part of everything. And plus, she is a major support system when it comes to me. <laughs> OK, so she did. She was on the team by default. But I added my aunt in because my aunt is really great at editing. And so I knew I needed another set of eyes. And so I put her in charge of being my editor. And so all of the editing that's done for the Seek Bible Studies, they are done by her. And my little cousin, which is my intern, she does like little things I need or not little things that they're not little. She does the extra things I need help with for seat Bible study. So after they have gone to the editor, the questions need to be copied and pasted into the format that I designed. She copies and pastes them for me. The assessment answers at the end. She helped me type those up. She helps me figure out the formatting of the actual printing process, different stuff like that. Everybody's vital to the team. Literally, I do not know what I would do without them. So then in March of 2023, I also had another experience with the importance of teamwork and community. Like I said in the previous episode, during Sikh Bible study, God told me to get a panel. And the panel consisted of Alexis Bonner Christ coming on and helping me. And, you know, previously I had been doing all of my Bible studies, the Sikh Bible studies by myself. But God was like, get the panel and I told y'all before, like, God did amazing things with that panel. Like, her and myself, like, God was doing things for Alexis through that study. He did things for me through that study. And we were able to really grow closer. And she is a great support system. And I know if I reach out to her, she can do a mighty, mighty prayer for me. And she'll reach out to me exactly when I need it. And it's just great to have a real sister in Christ that I know I can depend on. And I would not have gotten to that state with her if it was not for the Esther Bible study. 
So I thank God for that and showing me the importance of having those type of friends. And I don't I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I remember like shortly after the Esther study ended, I had to get a tooth extracted and I was very terrified for some reason. I've had two surgeries prior to this, like two major surgeries, okay, prior to this where I was on real anesthesia. And so this was just going to be like a little simple anesthesia, but I was just so afraid of being put to sleep. I was so anxious. And I just reached out to her and I was just like, I am so anxious. Can you please pray for me? And it's like she stopped everything. She gave a mighty prayer and the nerves were gone. And I really saw God work through that. And so that's why I mean, like, it's so good to have those type of friendships in your kingdom walk because you're going to need those people to help you build up spiritually because sometimes you just don't have it in you. Sometimes you're depleted and they can help build you up with the power of God. And then, oh, I skipped a month. So going back to February, February 2023, I took a trip to Tuscaloosa. Um, And this trip is actually going to kind of go into my word for my year of 30. Um, But I wanted to mention it because it deals with community. It deals with going out and being social. Prior to February of 2023, I did not go out. I was in the house doing everything for the ministry because everything had to be done, you know. If I wasn't studying for the Bible study, I needed to edit. If I wasn't editing, I was spending time with my little godchildren or doing something for my family. If I wasn't doing that, I was working. Like, always busy, 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 busy. I really didn't have time for a personal life. Especially in my head, too. I was just like, well, God didn't tell me I can date yet, so it's really no reason for me to have a little personal life. That's that's my mindset. I'll talk more about that in the next video. But in... February 2023, when I took the trip to Tuscaloosa, my cousin like forced me to go out and I realized how essential it was and how social anxiety wise, it wasn't so bad for me to connect to other people. I had let social anxiety get to the best of me. Like I had let it deplete me so bad that I just felt like social Things I weren't necessary because I knew if I didn't do social things and I wouldn't have social anxiety. That was the key to healing my social anxiety, not being social. But with that trip, it reminded me of how important it is to actually be social and have a balance. You can't always be like in your ministry. You have to go out and experience things and have a community or I go out into the community I should say and so that's something that I did learn in February 2023 and then the last month that I have is April 2023 and in April 2023 that's when I had my first speaking engagement now the reason I added this to the teamwork portion of the episode is because getting that speaking engagement really dealt with me connecting to other people a while ago, I met Shamiko through my old co-host, and we've just kept in contact ever since then. I've had her on the show just like individually when I had my solo podcast. And so keeping up with those connections, she thought about me when she got ready to have her event. She thought about me and she reached out and I just knew God was saying, do it. You know, I didn't automatically get the no that I've had when I was presented with other things. And 
also me speaking, I spoke to a group of young teenagers and I pray I was able to like influence them some kind of way or if they are off to college, they're thinking of like something that I say or influence them to get to know God a little more. And so that speaking engagement just gave me the encouragement that I needed to know that I can go out into the community and I can be an influence and also how important it is to make connections in order for the ministry to grow and also like maintain those connections and also like connections that I made a while back Um, you guys have heard me talk about her before yes and Williams Woods through connecting with her I was able to be asked to host a Bible study with all the members of her Bible beauty company in September. I can go ahead and include that in this because I've known about it for a while. We're processing the books right now to sin. I'm preparing for the Bible study that's going to be in September, but without the community, without the connections that I made with her, I actually reached out to her first without me doing that, then I would never be in this position. So going into my recap, I would say the biggest takeaway for my year of 29 in this teamwork aspect is I cannot do what I do without support, without my community. And the ministry cannot grow how it needs to grow if I let social anxiety win. So in the year of 30, I want to go into it being intentionally social going out, connecting with people and not letting social anxiety get the best of me and also developing more with my team so we can grow. And as I get more opportunities with me not letting social anxiety win, I'll be able to dive deeper into my ministry and selling more things and different things like that, connecting to more people. So it's all connected and it's all where I can like see God working through it and see what he's doing. Going back to the second E is experience episode. I have to get through the experience of dealing with social anxiety. So when he gets me to where he really, really wants me, that's not something I'll have to battle with. Okay, so <laughs> that is all that I have for you all today. That is everything that I needed to recap for my year of 29. I pray that you all like what I did a little different. Like I said, in the previous years, I've been going through And I'll do one episode and I'll sit there and tell y'all everything that happened throughout the year. But I felt like God had more of a message for me to deliver this year. And I pray that that message really got out there. I do pray that you all take every single advice in every single episode and take it and apply it so you do not grow weary and do not give up. I want you guys to succeed in what God has planned. I don't want him to have to go to someone else because God's plan will prevail, but it doesn't have to prevail through you. And I don't want you to miss the opportunity to do good for God, okay? So I don't want y'all to grow weary. So take heed to everything that has been given. And if y'all need, like, some special prayer, just let me know. Like I said, our lines are always open to pray for you all in any area that you need prayer in. But that has been my year 29. The next episode that I do, I am going to share with you all the word that God has given me for the age of 30. And it's a mighty word. I can say it is a mighty, mighty word. And I cannot wait to see what God is going to do for me through the age of 30. Like I've already told you, it started out amazing. From an outsider perspective, they probably would say, girl, what? It started out amazing. But me having faith in God and knowing what I asked God for it started off incredible. 
but I'm going to share the testimony when it's time to share the testimony. But with that being said, I am going to go ahead and get up out of here. But y'all know I have two questions that I ask every single episode. So what was your key takeaway? And also, did you learn anything new? If you did, you can comment down below in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on the Spotify app, you can answer in the Q&A section of the app. I love to hear from you guys. Love your feedback. So definitely do not hesitate to reach out and let me know. And then, speaking of YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube right now during the live premiere, I see you. We see each other. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your night and spending it with me. I love talking to you all throughout the live chat. So keep coming. Keep showing up. I love it. If you do want to be a part of the YouTube premiere family, I do premiere the podcast episodes on my YouTube channel on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want to be a part, definitely go and subscribe to my YouTube channel and hit the bell notifications and it will notify you every single time I do premiere. And then the next shout out I have to give is to all of my audio listeners. Every single person who listens or watches the podcast means the world to me. It helps the ministry girls. So I do appreciate you all taking time and listening to the episode. I see y'all. I see what y'all are doing on Spotify and it amazes me every single time I look on there and I see my numbers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And regardless of wherever you are watching or listening, I want you all to share this episode with five of your friends. When you're sharing this episode, you are spreading the word of God. You are spreading God's message. You're being a digital disciple. So I encourage you to continue to be that and share it with five of your friends to get the word out so they know that teamwork makes the dream work. Okay, it's so essential. And then last but not least, I have to give a very special shout out to all of my Patreon members. Thank y'all so much for supporting the ministry over and above. If you guys don't know, I do have a Patreon where I have four different tiers. You can check the show notes for that link to go over to Patreon and see which tier works best for you. But there's a lot of behind the scene content, bonus footage, printables, a lot of things like that. So definitely go and check that out and see which one works best for you. All right. And then guys, remember, seek Bible study X. Workbook is now available and the study has started, but you still have the opportunity to purchase digital copy if you want to go ahead and start the work or you can do the physical copy and we'll be able to get that out to you in five to 10 business days so you can catch up with us. The first live recap is going to be this Thursday. So guys, make sure if you've purchased already, make sure you're up on your studies and be ready for this Thursday because I am ready. I'm so excited to get back into it. Okay. And do not forget to submit your high and lows okay i miss hearing from y'all so definitely click the link in the show notes the high and low submission form go on social media or directly to our email address i want to hear from you guys i want to hear the great works that god has done for you and i want to pray for you if you need any prayer but with that being said, that is all that I have for you all today. I pray that this episode found you blessed and I pray that it left you even more blessed. But in the meantime, in between time, as always, be obedient and I'll see y'all next week. Ciao!